tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> you have not clicked on the wrong podcast. You are watching the ABTV Limitless After Show. This is episode three, The Legend of Marcos Ramos. We want to get a little festive with it. I hope uh, we didn't scare too many of you off. Uh, but I'm your host, JB Zimmerman. You can follow me on Twitter at JB underscore Zimmerman. Uh, be sure to hashtag ABTV Limitless when you talk about the show on the social media. Speaking of which, joining me in the panel... <laughs> Hi guys, Frank. I, I, I guess I'll get memory. myself first. Uh, I'm Frank Majorana. You guys can find me on Twitter at Let's Go Frank M. You can find me at Emily Crodel on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Not to be confused with The Legend of Zelda. <laughs> okay, I don't know how often that gets confused, but I'm sure enough to mention on the air. Yes, you're welcome. Um, outstanding. Well... I love that music. I just want to keep it for yeah, so like if it was a theme song for yeah. my life. That'd Maybe be excellent. it's not already. I mean, it should be. Maybe I have to go uh, to more like taco and burrito establishments <laughs> and just stay there for long periods of time oh, until they it's welcome me. Back. It's coming back. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Just, really just play it really subtly throughout <laughs> the, the whole episode. Time. Um, <laughs> speaking of the episode, though. We start off with the nurse, kind of where we left off in the episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, she obviously w- talked about how she pretty much had control over his father, Brian's father, um, being that she's his caretaker. She can kind of do anything. I mean, he doesn't know if she's injecting him with the life-saving drugs that he needs or something that's going to kill him in like two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a scary prospect for sure. How would you guys think about that? Well, I thought it was interesting that she comes off as very honest. It doesn't seem like she's in on the conspiracy that Edward Mora has going on with Brian. Um, So I tend to believe her when she says, you know, I really don't know everything that's intended for you. But, uh, you know, she's... You know, she has some part of the plan, I would think. Um, so we really don't know what to make of that character just yet. But she pops up in, you know, in Brian's living room with his dad last weekend. Um, which, uh, which, by the way, I wanted to uh, do our social media shout yeah, outs. Yeah, we had one of Act- our, absolutely. Uh, we had one person call me out on YouTube. I wanted to address right away. Michelle Fitzgerald uh, said that she disagreed with me. She thought the resolution um, should have been uh, that I wanted, which would was well, you know he, he went to the middle of the room and email every he got a million emails for everyone which I didn't ring true for me she said that's how every other procedure on TV would have solved it I think mm-hmm. what sets the show apart is the kind of goofy ways that Brian comes up with to handle things which is a fair point Michelle I, go I Michelle go I Michelle that's a, a fair point and she is right <laughs> yes. that is what separates this show and we saw it again 
with this episode. There's yeah, kind a few of a times, we, which we Michelle can talk about. Sort of, eloquently yeah. put the subtext in my mind that I was having the last yeah. episode, oh, which is okay. mm-hmm. well, you can call me out live. It's I okay. Just didn't yeah. want to get punched. And then um, we had one other user, Anastasia Sherry, um, said that she's having difficulty supporting our protagonist. Um, she wrote mm. that I just have difficulty really rooting for a guy who basically got himself voluntarily addicted to avoid input- inputting any sort of hard work to achieve anything in his life and caused all this collateral damage to the people around him. Which is very interesting because my roommate was saying she didn't want to watch it because how can I root for someone that is on drugs? Right. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's definitely a tricky like, like that, moral that, thing to talk about because yeah. it is cheating in a yeah. lot of ways. I mean, right. I think it's, you know, a, a lot of people would want to legitimize it because it is sort of like for the greater good. You can do a lot right. more. You can be more productive. Um and it doesn't seem to be like sort of the other downsides of drug use that you know we we push to the side, sort of like oh, right. just for partying or having a good time or like you know escaping. Mm-hmm. It's really to make you a better, smarter person. Right. So you know the morality is very gray. Which I is think. funny because on Twitter, Taylor Walker at twalk six two seven nine, which is really close to my old zip code. <laughs> She said that if she was on NZT, she would use the money to help with the school budget, which I find is very ironic because I was approached last week by someone standing outside the grocery store who was trying to get he was trying to get dare back into the schools. Because it was okay. Dare. I, I didn't know for the record I did not know Dare was out of the schools. Taken away because continue. they don't have money. Okay. How ironic if she on NZT would help them get the money, they could bring back Dare. Mm, but it would tell kids, don't take NZT. <laughs> so sad. Well, we want to thank, thank you, Taylor, for submitting in your feedback. Again, yes. guys, T, T. Walker? What is yes. It? And Vern says he would do a month-long run of Jeopardy, which is pretty amazing. I, Good call. That's I mean, that's a, that's a, a great idea. dude, what a good idea. So it's similar to the casinos though. I feel like that's a very, almost like too high profile. Oh. If you were winning for like a straight month and a half, yeah, like, especially going on TV, like Zach's in the back would be like, yeah. dude, we gotta, we gotta do something. We gotta throw him <laughs> a curve. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Give him a wrong answer yeah. on purpose, you know, write Trebek. it on the yeah. uh, mirror, like Slumdog Millionaire. That's the rapist. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an SNL, SNL. skit. Yeah. I think I you have to preface the outside. obscure references <laughs> to like '90s uh, SNL skits. Those aren't maybe beforehand anymore. before you just maybe say the rapist on air. Yeah. Yes. For all of you listeners who don't know what that is, the uh, <laughs> therapist and uh, the rapist look very similar when written, and there's no space. In between, between them. Yeah. Uh, moving on, back to the show. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> we meet a new character. We meet a lot of new characters. Mm-hmm. One that sort of stuck around longer than others. Shauna, his girlfriend, yeah. or ex-girlfriend. Um, really interesting point. And I think that that kind of comes a lot to what um, Anastasia said. Yes. Uh, with sort of the morality of, you know, it is drugs. It is like he's cheating. He even talked about that, you know, he almost had a heart-to-heart with Rebecca about, like, you know, what should I do? Should I be, like, she wants me to be NCT Brian. She might not yeah. like regular Brian. You know, I think that that struck a really um, close chord with me 
in the idea of like celebrity or fame or even richness. Like mm-hmm. if you have an obscene amount of wealth, like that's going to attract a lot more people to you than if you didn't. Mm-hmm. Same way with fame, same way with a lot of success or measurements of success. Um, so that's interesting to think about, you know, where he has access to that instantly, but only for a short period of time. It's sort of like he can pretend to be a billionaire or a celebrity like during the day, but at night he's normal. So it's, you know, really finding someone that likes you for you instead yeah. of who you appear to be or who's sort of on the outside. It's, yeah. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. I was going to say it's interesting, though, because she said that Brian, I loved you when you were... And he was just himself before, when and he wasn't on NZT. And she said there was some spark about you that left. But when you were on NZT, it brought it back. And then I really like this story because I can see it unfold through the episode. Because at the end, she's like, oh, they're still talking and loving each other, even as the NZT wore off. I liked the message that came with the dating idea of this episode. I didn't like that they brought in an ex-girlfriend because it's the same thing as the movie. So you had Abby Cornish as the ex-girlfriend to Bradley Cooper in the movie, and now you have an ex-girlfriend coming back into the TV show. So that I like the idea of dating and the questions that it brings up about, you know, as a man... When you're dating a woman, you know, we we as guys, I know as a single guy, sometimes you you just want to be this amazing person and and take a a woman out on all these incredible dates. But when really all she wants to get to know is you and, you know, it it made me think a lot about dating and I love the idea that they brought in this type of element to the show. I just wish it would have been with somebody new, like a new character that wasn't an ex-girlfriend. Right. That's an interesting point. I think they could have accomplished a lot of the same things if he just met someone on the subway. Or right. Even if it was the, the girl playing cello and, like, you know, they exactly. hit it off or something. Yeah. yeah. That's a great point, um, yeah. I don't know. I think there's an element to the ex-girlfriend because he, I don't know, he knew, she knew him whenever he wasn't on the drugs and and there's an element of history that they have. I kind of like that's their true. History. True. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess you know, fast forwarding to the end where he had to right. make a very difficult decision yeah. of you know protecting her, and because that there happened. was yeah, that may have if, not felt like the stakes yeah. wouldn't have been as high if he just met someone. Yeah. You know, at the same time, I. Uh, I feel like they're an hour in TV time is very yeah. long, so they yeah. could have established, you know, a real uh, infatuation with each other over or, that time, or carry her over to another episode. True, you know, why not right. make this a, a three episode arc? Yeah, with a they're, yeah, they're very quick to introduce uh, yeah. and dismiss yeah. characters yeah. in yeah. the show. For I was sure. thinking yeah. that a lot, actually. Like you said, an hour is a long time, and it just felt so short to me for him to have this guy come in. Well, yeah, I mean, they do a lot of different things. And that's, yeah. you know, for better or for worse, we are never bored. But at the same time, we never really get to know people. I feel like... Other and, than the, mm-hmm. the main cast. Um, the other thing that this dating element brought to the show was we again got to see how awesome Rebecca is. When Rebecca and Brian are having the conversation and he confesses to her, look, I, I want to go out on this date and I want to have NZT. You know, she wants NZT Brian. And she looks at him and she says, there's one guy. 
And I, I got chills when she said that because that was such an amazing compliment to give to somebody. And he didn't get it at first. She has to say it again and then spell it out to him like, look, you are the same character. You have the exact same qualities. Yeah, you're enhanced a little bit during the day. But you know, you go and the first thing you did on NZT was go help your dad. And yeah, she spells it out yeah. to him, but I, I love that first line that she said. Mm-hmm. You know, you could feel it coming after she said the same guy. <laughs> Frank Frank wants to be Brian and <laughs> yeah, that's I scene. do because I love her and uh, he's like, the, uh, why am yeah. I not on that part? Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, and that's why I think they do want to make it more purposeful of why Brian is the star yeah. of the show and not just anyone taking it. It brings you back to why he's doing it. Right. Which I mean, is yes, he had, he did get the like miracle shot from Bradley Cooper. Yeah. But again, like, why did they choose him? Because it, it, in the end of the day, because he got that shot, there isn't really anything special other than his humanity. Right. And like, you know, the yeah. core Brian Finch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing too, because I think in this episode, he, I don't think he realizes, um, how big of an effect it is that he's gotten that shot until now where it's like, well, it was thrown in his face with the nurse. Yeah, speaking yeah. of the nurse, she did drop a little bit of info. She said in about a month he would need another mm, shot. Right. So it is pretty frequent. Okay. I'm not sure time-wise how long he's been at the Bureau or since the first shot. I'm guessing maybe a month. I mean, it doesn't he seem that month. long. I mean, he said he, a month ago I was a temp. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Nice. He's like, a month ago I was a temp. No, no, no. Yeah, so, so it's, a, you know, it's yeah. every couple months. Every 60 days or so he yeah. needs a new shot. Um, I, I liked that we are still hanging on to the serialized, serialized element of this show with Edward Mora because the rest of the episode is a procedural that wraps up neat and tidy at the end and, and the case is solved. Yeah. But we still get an element at the end of the show. Kind of freaky. Yeah, I mean, it is a freaky, you know, situation where you have this new character come in, Mr. Sands. Yeah, Mr. Sands. And he's uh, part of the Mora team. I found that to be probably the most interesting part of this show outside of the, the dating relationship, um, um, scenes, which were great, but I like that we're getting back to hopefully some Edward Mora activity and find yeah. out really what he has in store for Brian. Yeah, like, Mr. Sands, not quite uh, a lovely way to yeah. I mean, you know, he yeah. says everything with a lovely accent yes. and like, <laughs> a great, great confidence and and just yeah. conviction. But he definitely is an intimidating dude. Yeah, I would not sure. want to like just. I mean, I would definitely do whatever yeah. he told me to do. Exactly. Like, which you know, I think it made it really real for yes. him to be like, okay, I can't even think twice about having or endangering. Um, Shauna at all because he, I mean, I would trust that Mr. Sands would definitely make good on, on yes. his threat. I am, can I just say, I think that I have an anchovy bone stuck in my throat and I think it's still there. So if anyone has a good way to solve this problem, could you just hashtag ABTV limitless? <laughs> Emily, here's help with your well, answer. I feel like this is a personal this problem is, that you should direct to your Twitter account only and Emily not, Just not pollute the, the ABTV limitless thread Please. for everybody with your anchovy bone throat <laughs> problems. Hurting. 
She's okay. Totally. I'm just gonna get over it. Okay. So let's get back into the show. Meanwhile, back in the show. Back in the show, we have a case that involves a CEO. Who, yeah, let's talk about the case. Yeah. Um, well, first, Ray Dixon. Um, he's supposedly a good guy, is right, right, sniped. Right. Just straight up headshot <laughs> from afar. Uh, yeah. Which we don't see. I mean, budget, whatever. Hate, I'm sorry I'm laughing, but uh, the way you said it is like a video gamer, like, yeah, I headshot. Well, they, yeah. That's what they said. I, what their I words. Their words. I'm, um, but yeah, he's totally sniped. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we... We try to figure out sort of what what, hap- what happened. They go through his emails, um, some very long-threaded emails, yes. as we discussed. Yeah. They looked more like drapes Post- right. at the Which end. Which is funny yeah. that he would print them. That's weird. Well, no, I, I, I mean, I, to have the, no, no, no. He didn't print he, them. They provided but, him his shredded files. They provided. No, I'm saying, why would he have printed those? All those. Like, well, when you work in an office, like yeah, yeah you, you can, can just print stuff print out stuff without without you know <laughs> percussions of not having enough paper. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're they're stocked. Um, I think yeah. it's okay. The government, it's okay. so it's I, okay. I think they've got it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously we talked yes. about the, the length of the threads, mm-hmm. um, unusual to say the least. They were like literally swimming through them at points. Um, but that's neither here nor there. We track that storyline through the threads to Jeffrey Vox, uh, turns out to be another loose end, which we've gone yeah. through, um, you know why episodes that loose end was there? What's that? I'm serious. I think this is why that loose end was there. Okay, you know how he noticed the pigment in the eye coloring? Yeah, the the yeah. to tie Jeffrey Vox's baby, baby with right. the uh, affair. With, okay, yes. yeah. Continue. I think that's the only reason. <laughs> but that's a really interesting fact, and I think they're like, oh, look what. We, I mean, yeah, even do. when they do go on tangents, right. they definitely tie it back into like Brian's abilities yeah, and exactly. some. Limitless, capable right. only thing, mm-hmm. like, look, uh, which this is, is good. Cool, we thought of this. True. You know, I mean, you know? I, it, had they not do that, it, I would start getting a little upset just because yeah. it's like you know such a we have derailed like, to oh. nothing for fifteen minutes. Like right. that is just a complete. I'm saying, waste. yeah, that's the only thing that makes it m- meaningful at all. Right. I mean, they definitely do tie. And how he figured out um, that that intern was the affair, you know, by looking through the photos and seeing right. the little pendant thing. The, you know, it definitely has elements of right. why it's there. Right. Having said that, you know, I would love more storyline with Eddie Mora or sort of the bigger overarching things. Well, and there's two instead. things we're missing, too. Remember, in the pilot episode, we saw the, and I mentioned this last week, Rebecca, Dad, yeah. NZT plotline. Exactly. We have got nothing, nothing new on that this week. Um, there was also the um, the storyline. We, we had no none of Brian's dad this week either. Oh, yeah. So Sweet. it was just mostly on the case and then the Eddie Mora stuff at the end of the episode. And So right. I, I think what you're saying, JB, is right. I'd like to see more serialized elements brought back into the show because they set us up for them and there were yeah. some intriguing moments, moments there. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's not all of the procedural stuff was boring, really. No, no, I mean, no. we, when we got into the police station, it definitely got better. Um, that was a lot more interesting, sort of figuring out the corruption yeah, there. I love the body. How he uh, sort lot. of, you know, showed his skills by, by you know, basically yeah. sizing people up, like, to the max. Yeah, that's cool. I think cool. it's funny that he had a had the bodyguards working for him. 
that was really cool. Yeah. Oh, in the yeah, paper shredding comedic. scene. Yeah, that's kind of comedic. Right. I mean, yeah. they they work for the. We're, yeah. They're a team. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. They're a team. You know what I'm saying? That's kind yeah. of funny. <laughs> like three Stooges, but not. You know. True. And that and him and his bodyguard waking him up every day. Can I just say that'd be the scariest way to wake up ever? <laughs> yeah, that would be. Yeah. Scary would way to wake up. Yeah, I agree with you. Oh my god. Big man in a suit standing <laughs> over you. <laughs> I don't yes, know why he passes out on his couch though every night. I mean, they even reference that. They're like, "Dude, what? What that are you doing?" That is true. Yeah. But I, again, <laughs> I think. It, I mean, are he? It's just like. Well, yeah. I mean, here. I think you do get a little washed um, after having that whole like drug thing wear off. Yeah. But also, I think it's just Brian. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. they're bringing back the character of like he's just not Maybe. a guy that like <laughs> needs to go to or even remembers to go to his own bed, <laughs> yeah. like in yeah. his own apartment. He said Wizard uh, of Oz was nice to watch. Yeah, like well, no, he, he, I mean, like, he definitely seems like a textbook guy that would pass out in front of his right. TV, like in <laughs> his true. living room every yes. night. Yeah, um, which is good. I mean, I like that they differentiate him from not only the agents of the show, but you know other cop buddy shows that are out there you know there are these um informant Super tough. fbi yeah. shows you know white collar is very similar in terms of the um the format um and it's a, a much different than that because he is i mean right. off nct he's like not even a person that would even be Just accepted as an applicant yeah, but we see him on his date with Shauna that he's a genuine person and likable. That's what I found interesting about this episode. They stop painting Brian as such a loser at when he's off NZT, but as someone who's capable of love and capable yeah. of being an open and honest person with people from his past. Uh, because ultimately, we have learned through this episode that he used to have a spark, and somewhere along the way, it left him. And that can happen as you fail in a band and you, yeah. you, you know, that dream for him went away. Um, so now he's finding a new life and it seems to permeate not only when he's on NZT, but when he's off it too. And, uh, that's something Shauna noticed and something new that we learned this week. Yeah. And I think at first, at the, the first date, he's still kind of like, well, he wrote on his arm. And I think the first yeah. date he's trying to impress her, which I don't. I'm not impressed. If you're trying to impress me, I'm I'm not impressed. So. And, and that's a great point. That is true. Yeah. You know, when you're yeah. trying to like, like if put you're confident and you're making fun of me, this is right. weird. But not really. I like sarcastic men. No, no, you know? I've heard that yeah. from uh, girlfriends of mine too. They say, "Don't put me on a pedestal. Like, make fun of me, tease me, you know, that yeah. whole kind of thing." And yeah. um, you know, I don't know for a very first date. Now, in this, <laughs> yeah. in this episode, we have some uh, history. Some yeah. history. So he's uh, yeah. he did his homework on her, which is great. It's nice to know a little bit extra about the girl that you're going out with, right? Um, and he put the effort in, and I think that yeah, that's he definitely what went a long way definitely for her. put the effort in. I mean, basically took yeah. a day off work too. <laughs> figure out how to save her apartment yeah. and x-ray the building. Right. <laughs> I don't know how you would... <laughs> that's a lot to pull off in an afternoon, but hey, he's on NCT. That's right. Uh, you were going to say something? Oh, I was just thinking... Um, I, it's weird that he... I don't know. It's sad to me that he felt like he had to try to impress her without just... Well, it, she was the girl, girl yeah. that got away, the, yeah. the great white buffalo. That's true. I mean, don't you get a yeah. little bit nervous or a little insecure oh, yeah. before a date? <laughs> I mean, like, oh, okay, like, I gotta, like, know extra about her. So, so, I, cool. I sympathize with him. Okay, that was a little cool. bit, like, you know, yeah. nerves You're just, just like before nervous. going out. Like and nervous. then when he dropped it all and he confessed it and he said... 
I'm just nervous about all this. Then right. we saw the real him. But then, he was lying. No, he wasn't. No. Yes. What? No. Yeah, because she goes, what's up with you? She was like, why aren't you the same as this morning? And he's like, I'm just nervous. No, it's because you aren't on NZT. Oh, I disagree. I think you that do? in that no, moment, it was honesty with him. I think he, because you see I his body see change. He like gets back and goes, I'm nervous for this. And he was nervous because he went through all that effort to try and find uh, things that she had researched for her work. Yeah. He was trying as hard as he could to get NZT so that he could be this, you know, superhuman while he's with her. And then ultimately, he He's walking no. into the date without it, and I'm sure he must have been a little bit... I mean, his arm was all sweaty yeah, when yeah. he pulled the, <laughs> He's nervous, the shirt but back. that's not why he was different than this, that morning. We're going to disagree on this okay. one. Okay. <laughs> I'll disagree. That's fine. But that's good that we are, because that yeah. means we care enough about the show to have an opinion right. about it. So This is... I actually... I don't know if I should say, but this was this is the first time that that's actually happened to what, where you, you it gives you like the element of the show it's interesting that that element was there to be discussed yes and, you know what i'm saying yes yeah yeah I because yes, in the, the past i haven't been <laughs> in, i mean that interested in in or empathizing with the people i guess with, and as uh, much with the, as with I did the characters this episode, right yeah no i mean i i and, that may be another reason why they did try to go into um, Brian's past a little bit, just yeah. to show him, uh, you know, like his human connections, like how deep they were. Yeah. That definitely added a layer to him that yeah. wasn't just, oh, it's a hot girl on the subway <laughs> right. Um, yeah, right. that I can pick up now because I'm super smooth and charming and, mm-hmm. and smart. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think it was And he's now like, that I think really about it. He really wants it, you know? Yeah. He really wanted to... And I think he he was nervous not just because it was, you know, her, but because he was holding a secret. Like, he had to figure that out. He was like, should I tell her now? Right. Like, how do I – that whole thing is is like whenever you start a relationship on, you know, the pretense of a part of my life cannot, like – be connected to you like that is never good yeah and i admit i really wish we could have seen the moment where he tells her that i can't be with you anymore we missed i know, I know. yeah that was scene. it would have been was, so juicy there was no good breakup God. scene and we need to see that we need yeah. to see them break up and to see if he uh, tells her why or not I really wanted no, to see No, true. I mean, yeah, it definitely it would have been like a, sort of a cliche it's, scene of them yeah, like, exactly. oh, well, it's Tommy, it's you, like uh, having to break yeah. up. At the same time, I feel like they could have – I would have rather traded to see that and just get some emotional acting performances rather than that wild goose chase with the Jeffrey Vox's child oh, with his eyes. Like, yeah, we could have made yeah. that like – 10 minute of the episode trade I would have taken it I sure. agree but because when they were on the date and he relaxes as he says I'm nervous which I consider an honest moment and the way they wrote it was honest I feel like they could have come up with a, a breakup scene that was real and that was interesting and that wasn't just I have to break up with you why oh because oh I can't tell you Brian, and then he leaves. Yeah. I mean, no, it's good. not going to be good, something like that. It's going to be... That's a good point. I wish that they showed us, like, a smart way he NZT'd his way out of it. Like, well, obviously hurting it's her, but... Off of the NZT, though. You know? To, to okay. show that he's growing. Yeah. I, because I think 
in that specific situation, I wanted to see him break up. I wanted to see the hurt, not just when he's back at the apartment and he's collapsed on his couch, but the moment he has to look her in the eye and tell her that he can't be with her. We missed that. I know. It it would have been... Awesome to see. I mean, that is dramatic. such a like a raw moment. It's like, how exactly. do you get there? Exactly. I would have mm. would have been great TV. Yes. CBS. <laughs> Always yeah. taking shortcuts. These big no, networks. No, no, no. no. It's not. It, I don't mean it to to criticize the show or the writers. I just, as a fan, I get into the show and there's just something that I wanted to see. Uh, that's what it comes down to for me. What do you think? Um. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I actually disagree again. Okay. <laughs> and I don't think it... Um, dude, I knew that this is going to be over. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he's you not going to You mean the relationship him. was not going to Yeah. Last. How did okay. you know? I mean, after after the guy came. Not before. I didn't know. So wait, when, when okay. Mr. Sand shows Sand up, you're like, up. okay, yeah, boom. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, that sucks. Fair enough. Well, I mean, they, they play a lot It's just with... another character that's going away. I'm saying... Okay. Yeah. I mean, we we definitely like get and throw away <laughs> yeah. characters like it's our job in the show. But um, <laughs> no, saying. I feel like you, they could have easily done a flashback. They do that all the time. They yeah. change settings and and cut yeah. back and forth. But I, 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 this is why they have it like this because he's on the couch. I mean, we don't need the breakup scene. Okay, he's on the couch. It's over, dude. And it, and this is the first time he's realizing. Um. Oh my gosh! Like my life is completely not in my hands. He didn't right. think. Well, no, I, I, I don't, don't think, think that Eddie. He thought he thought Eddie Moore had it out for him, or didn't know what he was doing. But I think that he does now. I think that he knows that something's really weird. But guess what? Uh, what? Rebecca's there. For that beer clock moment, <laughs> true. No, I, I'm not saying that like we don't know what's to happening or that like the story suffered because we definitely right. we definitely know what happens. And again, yeah. it would have been like a textbook like protecting you but not telling yeah. you why yeah. breakup scene. I mean, it made it. Easier but for, I'm just saying that like, and I think Frankie, you were saying this too. Was I would have appreciate just watching that emotional moment because it was I so it would saying. be so intense and so raw and they could do yes. you know the little twists that they do with the show yeah. in that moment rather than doing the textbook let's you know spend fifteen minutes on this loose end yeah and there's no reason the that it necessarily thing. has to be a negative breakup scene right who's to say that the, it's going to be so awful between them or, or that she's going to be um, so devastated by it, they had just rekindled. So there's yeah, so it's many, and and what so I would have liked, and what I what, yeah. why I wanted to see this because I think it would have added a, a emotional depth to Brian that would show that he gets hurt, that mm-hmm. he hurts for you know wanting mm-hmm. someone to be with him and to share this experience because he's very alone yeah. in yeah. this in this whole scenario. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I mean that's sort you of the think one that of the you got that what? from you. You just, you, I know. You guys think that you would have felt that more with the scene than just, you didn't get it as much, you don't think, when he was well, just no, we, we, the I mean, we got, we get where he is now, yeah. seeing like how he was sulking uh, by right. his couch and Rebecca came and was like, okay, let's do the, the beer talk. Yes. Yeah. Um, we get it. I mean, I definitely get where he is. We got to the same finish line, yeah. but I would have loved to see like a little bit more of that like intense struggle yeah. at the end. You wanted mm-hmm. to like ride the roller coaster to get there instead of just yeah, be then at just the like end. appearing at the end. Got right. it. Um, okay. 
So, so yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, just a minor criticism. Just uh, like, something, you I, like, as you said, as a fan, I would have yeah. appreciated. Yes. Um, but, I mean, b- fast-forwarding to yeah. where we know we are now, it was good to see that there are consequences to mm-hmm. the drugs. Like, he does become this super smart person, this super Brian, if you will, but he has to sacrifice things. He has to sacrifice... Mm-hmm. A lot of things. You know, telling people the truth or, like, having people close to him. And we'll see how far that goes. You know, if he's pushed to do, like, shadier and, you know, more illegal things, then that's going to really affect, Mm -hmm. um, you know, his own morals, which we know are pretty strong. Um, You know, his relationship with his family and and friends. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the main things that we need to see going forward. Let's get the Eddie Mora stuff picking up. Right. That's um, a, that was intense, you know. Yeah. And it, intense. It, it, <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> intense. Circle it. Great note. It, it <laughs> elevates the show to a higher level when you have greater forces at work. True. You know, Eddie Mora is um, um, – he's – He's running for uh, Senate, or we haven't found out if he's going to run for Senate again. Well, I think he, yeah, or, he or is president. in the Senate That's now. Right. He debatable on whether yeah. he's going for the yeah, for the big job because yeah. he gets too much time off. That was one of yeah, right. he's, enjoy, that. he's enjoying the lax hours of the Senate. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, I mean, I think the the yeah. meat of the show, or definitely the most interesting stuff, is obviously anything that involves Bradley Cooper's character right. um, and that sort of know. like mega intense stuff. I mean, the procedural stuff is fine, but it it is sort of, even though they they do raise the stakes to how important it is, it is definitely small potatoes in the light of how big, like, Eddie Moore's whole scheme is. I like Randy Moore, um, the NYPD guy. Yes. I mean, the the NYPD, I I didn't mind any of that. I mean, I really liked how we were saying, like, he was um, sizing everybody up and was like, yeah, you have bite marks, you have a limp. Uh, we went through that another sort of wild goose chase with the sniper, but it wasn't as far off as the first one. Like Jeffrey Vox was just like, okay, like why, why <laughs> exactly. did we find this intern with a baby? <laughs> right. Um, but I mean, we found the sniper. Like it, that was cool because he was like the height. We got to see Brian sort of construct this model out of these post-its, which I thought was a, another clever way that, that they put more of Brian's character into the smarts. Like, he did create this whole thing, but he did it sort of as, like, a genius kid would. You yeah, know, like exactly. It, that, he could have, like, yeah. built it out of Legos or something. I like when he builds stuff. He yeah. built the bomb models yeah. last episode, and he built the post-it note model this yeah. uh, episode. They are finding creative ways for us to... Uh, for them to illustrate to us what's happening in a in a yeah. crime scene, because these procedural episodes have a lot of twists and turns and a lot Definitely. of names and scenes and people involved. So yes. having those cool visual elements helps us to understand what's going on. Absolutely. And another thing I think really helps the show along in terms of, of the how procedural it gets is the comedy. They yes. never yeah. forget to make fun of themselves. You know, they always have a recreation scene with a twist. You know, yeah. it's Brian imagining the yeah, exactly. the shakedown of this like biathlete, let's say, bro, and it's like gives it like the like first yes. off. I mean, just to introduce him, that like bio pack ran, is like, like this machete like esque like Mexican video uh, where they throw him into like a pool filled with piranhas. <laughs> Um, in they the backyard. Got me too. They got me at one time. Yeah. I didn't know it was a dream sequence. Right. Because um, yeah. Rebecca like, walks up and what, what line did she say? She says, 
you run like a rabbit, but you're going to die like a snake. And I was just like, yes. shook my head. I was like, that is so corny. And then they pop it out and it's not her. I was like, oh. It was so funny because so I'm good. like sitting like right here and Frank's right here. And he's just uh, like. I was like, you got <laughs> to be kidding me. It was so corny. And then, of course, it was Ryan's mind. It was perfect. They they really got me good. That yeah, was exactly. Spot. It's those moments that it's like, okay, it's not just the run-of-the-mill yeah. procedural thing. Like, right. it, they do know what they are know what they're trying to do, which gives me a lot more faith in the show as a whole. I like you know, when he's like, and guess what? 6'5". He's 6'5". Yeah, the assassin boom. is 6'5". Nailed it. Can you it. run that through your... Tall assassin file. <laughs> well, Jake, like, we don't have any. Of Jake McDormand, who plays Brian, has some really good comedy chops. I was actually watching American Sniper over the weekend, and yeah, he's, he's actually in that. He's in that movie. He has scenes with Bradley Cooper. He plays um, um, uh, Big Big Z Biggie Biggie or something like that. Oh. I can't remember his exact Dude, name. But yeah, no, I believe there's an article that said that they, that's where they like met and obviously worked together. Right. But for this show, that was sort of yeah. one of the leading right. Biggles. Biggles was his name in the movie, and he has a great scene with Bradley Cooper. They're on a rooftop, and they're hunting the sniper, and uh, Big Z gets shot, and uh, Bradley Cooper's over him, and and they're like – he's so worried about his friend is near death, and they have this really funny hospital scene between the two where they're giving each other smack talk even though, you know, Biggles is on the hospital bed, and um, Bradley Cooper's character, of course, is um, is standing above him, and they're having a really funny interaction. So um, did you say you read an article? Is that that how they met and how this came about? Right, yeah. I'll try to pull it up uh, for the next after show, but yeah, Yeah. I believe that's where uh, Bradley met... um, so anyway, yeah, that was my point in saying I watched him in that movie. I said, wow, this guy's really good. He's funny. He's really sarcastic in the movie and has a great sense of humor and presence on screen. So um, that is carrying over here into the show, too. Uh, it's a lot to carry your own show, and he's the leading Absolutely. guy. And, uh, we have to care about him, and we have to like him in order for people to come back. And, exactly. You know, last week the ratings grew. It was the first series to grow its on its uh, first episode. Um, so from episode one, episode two, the limitless viewership sure. came up, came high. Very so good. Well, we love hearing that. Yeah. And no, I, and to your point, I think it is really hard to, not only to be the star of your own TV show when you're you know not a well known actor, right. but also filling the shoes of a, a Academy right. Award nominee like Bradley Cooper is incredibly famous. Yes. And to replace his character, I mean, obviously his character still exists, but to be the new star in that universe is, you know, huge shoes to fill. And I think Jake is now becoming the character more. He's not trying to be Bradley Cooper's version of this same character. I I felt that he was copying, in a way, some of the essence that uh, Bradley Cooper had in the original film, in the pilot episode, but now he's progressing enough with the character where he's making it his own you know he has those funny moments mm-hmm. that you're talking about he's like yeah six five and he's clapping for himself and he's like and he walks through the middle of the room at the end of the last episode it's like call me and just walks out we're seeing the funny side of right. him which wasn't present in the movie which is what i like because it's original to this show and to the character exactly and another thing that makes his character sort of more pivotal in this show is that he invests in what he's doing he's not yeah. really out for himself at all like he barely even had a entertained a girlfriend for like five minutes that's a great point you know he he really dives into his work 
we saw him really care. He was like, yeah, like, you know, do we have access to fighter jets? Like, I totally figured out this whole scheme, which is really creative. I mean, uh, they did a nod to Miami Vice, but that's, you know, really creative thing that I didn't even think about. Like, oh, like flying underneath. Even when he said that, I was like, oh, are they like in the, where the bags are? Like what? Um, But that's a really cool idea that, you know, might work if they were able to put the resources in, in into place to pull that off. I liked how they had to use the weather equipment to find the thermal. Right. The heat track. Yeah, the yeah. heat track. Or the extra exhaust. Yeah, exactly. It. Extra exhaust, yeah. But I love what you just said, JB, about Brian having a more selfless quality to him uh, than our, you know, Eddie Mora does in both the movie Which and we're finding in the out. TV this show. This is kind of crazy. That-, that is so true. He cares... Brian cares more about his family and other people than himself. I think that's one of his most redeeming qualities, and w- which is why I, I think there's a lot of reason why we keep tuning in again because you know we want to know who Brian's going to help this week. Definitely. You know what? I just what? thought of this. Okay, <laughs> it should be good. Yeah, just, <laughs> yes. We need to have a, like our own bring back like the mariachi music for whenever you have a thought. I know, and you guys just need to make something up, like ding to ding to ding. We'll work we'll, on that. We'll yeah. We'll, okay. So oh, okay, there perfect. we go. Yeah, and now for Emily's thoughts. <laughs> yeah, deep yes, thoughts. Deep thoughts. Emily. So when you're around the one that got away, yeah. Don't you think that you would liven up naturally because you you're like you when you're with them, you know? And it's just right. <laughs> so it's just sad to me that he that he wanted to take the NCT and like thought that he needed to. That's so sad. Well, I mean. Because- to a okay, certain to extent, a to a view. certain extent, yeah. it's now his job to take it every day. Right, that's true. Um, having said that, and knowing that he's got a twelve-hour limit, I'm really wondering if there are days where he just pockets the pill and like saves it for some other time. He can't. I mean, they, well, why not? They like he, he gives it to one, he gives him one a day. So yeah. if there was a day at work where he knew he was just going to be in the file room. You don't There's not think a lot of murders. If he's He'd not. be like, oh, yep, totally. I mean, put it on his tongue. I mean, you can. The FBI knows, don't they? Well, like... It's not like they open his mouth and say, ah, did you swallow that? I like, think they're gonna watch him take it, right? No. Right, but I mean, you Mom can check it in the bathroom. Uh, you can I, easily I like you put it in okay. your mouth and like I put it on your tongue, whatever. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I mean this is like what you would do, probably. Well, I mean, if it was so like restricted like that, and if you knew, I mean. Again, we've only seen him really explore the NZT and like get into you know positive what? trouble. I don't even you know, know that's even a thing. It you was know, the bodyguard's fault anyway because he was the one who said, "What are you going to be like when you're not on NZT?" Because it wears off in twelve hours. He planted a seed of he doubt. Definitely did inside of Brian's yeah. brain. But I can't believe you've never met a guy who was nervous before a date. I mean, that, that's what your point is. Like, I can't believe he wanted to take the NCT. He wanted to be amazing on the date. Well, I feel like, uh, and this is no offense yeah, to you, no, but I'm if excited. personally, I feel like if for a anyone to proceed all the way to date stage with you, nervousness is out the window. That's already been covered, like to death. <laughs> 
Like they are so firmly like with what's going on. You got me on board, dude. Totally. Actually, well, actually, no. It just like happens all the time. Like I don't know. Maybe I'm just comfortable that that I make anyone feel not uncomfortable. Like the guy I met today who just offered me pizza. And then this guy on the street <laughs> sounds gave, like a great guy. Yeah, and Seems pizza, like pizza dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all right. Guy on the street gave me a banana. I didn't even know him. I yeah, just which brings me to my next point. You may want to pump the brakes on accepting food from strangers yeah. on the street. Yes. Okay, thanks. just a thought. I mean, <laughs> take it or leave it. Um, two cents. <laughs> two cents. Yeah. You could end up like Marco Ramos. Dead in a freezer, and that's a bad way to go. Dead in a freezer, yeah. And um, obviously he was a part of the task force, uh, illegal, you know, sort of information sharing that was going on between the two. Um, But I wanted to see the fighter jets... I intercept know, yeah. the plane underneath <laughs> the jumbo awesome. jet. Been- they cut quickly to um, uh, to the guys already being caught at the end. I mean, it's probably a, a TV episode, and it's not yeah, in the budget but, yeah. to do these special <laughs> effects. To you know, it's a shame though. <laughs> to do that an Air been- Force One and five fighter jets show Maybe up, and now they're, right. they're underneath it. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, we got the story elements without actually seeing the full race there, but yeah. that I was cool. awesome because I was just watching you, and I'm like, "What is he writing?" And it's like, "I want to see the fighter jets." I wanted to see Please. it. <laughs> I wanted a, a executive decision or Air Force yeah. One moment where the fighters come up behind it and intercept. How did they get them to Some land? Where did gun. they land? I, I want to know all these things. So, uh, but awesome. I mean, I get it. We get it. They got them on the ground, and they're in jail now. Which is yeah, success. Another one in the books. Another case solved <laughs> for Brian. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that pretty much wraps it up for this episode. I'd love to yeah, talk about uh, predictions that you guys might have. Let's do it. And now, oh, I love the lights. you're after Buzz TV. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's too cool. It's perfect for Halloween, too. It really is. It's getting, okay. getting to the season. That's right. Okay, so I'm my prediction that Brian and Rebecca will hook up still stands. I will reiterate that prediction every time we have an episode here because she gave him a really nice compliment, a really, really sweet one. So, okay, uh, I will say that Brian is going to – his first assignment for Eddie Mora is going to be passing inside information from the FBI to him, and it's going to involve – um, the FBI agent Nas, uh, the head um, lady there. So she's, uh, oh, I believe Nas. he's going to pass information. Yeah, no, she definitely, about something about her. Just, yeah. Uh, something about her face. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> Nas. I mean, Nas great acting. Sons, yeah. but, which is like, um, why? <laughs> confusing. Yeah, no, she's, That's she's playing it mischievously. She Let's is. say that. Son. That's weird. Because Son's name is Nas spelled backwards. You mean Mr. Sands? Sands, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's an extra S, but... Not really. <laughs> uh, definitely. <laughs> Actually, 100% but there's an extra put S. put it in... <laughs> That's sweet, though. What a... Kind of cool. Close, though. Close, though. I but mean, interesting. Good observation. Maybe there's a connection there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, the only thing is, is she doesn't seem to be pro anymore. Maybe she's throwing us all off the, the trail, but. Oh, no, I don't she think she's pro like, anymore at all. I think Eddie Mora has something against Nas or just the FBI in general. That's what I just said. <laughs> right. You gotta come up with something different than what I just said. <laughs> 
I just worded it better. Yeah, you did word it better. You did word it so, better. I'll give fair you enough. Okay. You, did, you did have his, um, his comment to go off of. Yeah. I think okay. I'm going okay. to not, I'm going to give Frank his prediction. Thank you very much, Jamie. Uh, my yeah. own prediction is, prediction. I'm going to go bold here. I think they're going to bring Shauna back. Might not be next episode, oh, okay. but somewhere down the line. I just feel like it was a little too soon for him to be like, I can't have anybody in my life because we don't know what Eddie Moore is going to do or Mr. Sand's going to tell him to do. Like, what if it's not even illegal at all? That's a great point, too. Mm. And we've seen so many superhero stories where the superhero hangs on to the girlfriend and ultimately it negatively affects her. I'm thinking of the Batman movies and, you know, um, the Dark Knight movies with Rachel Dawes. Um, Bad things happen to them. So you're right. It was a little bit too early when Brian doesn't know just yet. Uh, what it is that's going to be expected of him. Mr. Sands is a, is a little bit intimidating as a character, but is he enough to completely drop the girl that you've been trying to win back? I don't I don't know. So I, I think you make a good prediction there. I, I think we'll yeah. see her again, too. And we'll plus, see, she's yeah. really cute. I hope we'll yeah. see her again. <laughs> I think you could always use more cute, attractive but, females. That's right. Um, but yeah, I, know, I, I realized why he did it. I just felt like, you know, it's a little... I don't see him. Let's, let's figure out what... You know, let's put the cards on the table. Let's bring her on back. Yeah. Let's I don't know. I think it's, it <laughs> I might get too intense. To well, bring, I mean, to hey, he, he only had the beer life. talk with Rebecca at the yeah. very end, so I feel like that's going to produce some, some results. Mm-hmm. You know, they say that... It's good chat. Oh, yeah. Get the music. <laughs> <laughs> they say that the strongest type of bonding is negative bonding. Which is exactly what that was. Mm. Um, by negative bonding, you mean like consoling each other yeah. about a um, negative event yes. that happened? Yes. Okay. That in moments because I was of, just like hate mashing each other is probably not that. In moments of desperation and physical grief, grief. Yes. Totally. That is the most strong, the strongest <sighs> bonding. The more you know. The you heard it here, everybody. <laughs> Emily Wisdom. Yeah. That's right. You just All right. Well, yeah, I think that's going to do it. And the bodyguard is totally going to be like Brian's buddy. Mike? Yeah. But who, Which isn't even his name. No. I yeah. wonder if we'll ever find out, if we'll ever go deeper into Mike. We will. We'll have to keep watching. Um, He's going to help him. I think Brian's <laughs> going to help Mike out. To not be a bodyguard. Totally. Well, we'll have to find out next week. Uh, Till then, where can the fans follow you guys? I am on Twitter at Let's Go Frank M. Thanks for listening, guys. On Twitter at Emily Crodel. And I'm on Twitter at JB underscore Zimmerman. Be sure to hashtag ABTV Limitless and rate and view the show on YouTube and iTunes. Thanks, guys. Thanks. See you next week. See you next week. Executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 